0: Hello friends. This is the Tarts Friends Church podcast. We are Jesus people, Kingdom of God people, welcoming, yearning, sharing. And we're glad you're connecting here with us. We'd love to connect in person as well. If you're inclined to support this podcast or for more information, just hop on over to neatartsfriends.org. That's NeetartsFriends.org. Let's jump into today's sermon. Imagine that you grew up in a home where your parents had your entire life planned out for you, down to the tiniest detail. They decide who your friends are going to be and what kind of music you like and will listen to and how you're going to dress and where you're going to go to school and college and how you're going to spend your money and what vehicle you'll buy and what career path you will choose and where you're going to end up working and living and who you will marry and how many children you will have and what color your toothbrush will be. Imagine growing up in a family where you literally were given zero choices ever. Tacos or pizza you don't get asked. The green shirt or the red shirt, you're told which one to wear. Watch sports or watch cartoons, you're told which one. Play outside or play in your room, you're told which one. How many of you think that you would like growing up in a family where your parents made every decision for you? Would you like living in that kind of an environment? Uh, And would that, Feel like love to you. Sometimes people think about God like that kind of a parent. They imagine that God has a blueprint for their entire life, a single best plan for their life, and it involves uh, you're going to live here and you're going to go to this college or you're going to work at this job, you're going to marry this person, you're going to have this many children. Uh, You're going to go to this church, you're going to buy this vehicle, and you're going to use this toothbrush. (laughs) You're going to wear this shirt, on and on and on. If God has a single best plan for your life, then what happens if you deviate from that timeline? What happens if you move away from that plan? What happens if you make choices other than the ones that God has mapped out for you? For instance, what if you end up marrying the, the person that God wanted someone else to marry? Uh, or what if someone else ends up marrying the person that God wanted you to marry? And now you end up marrying the person that God wanted someone else to marry. You can see how convoluted this becomes. Uh, What if the admissions counselor at the college botches your scholarship form and you end up not attending the college that God had planned on you attending? What if you end up going to the wrong college, which leads to living in the wrong town and taking the wrong job and marrying the wrong person and having the wrong kids and the whole time, you're using the wrong toothbrush. <laughs> you can see it gets really complicated if God has your whole life mapped out for you down to the tiniest detail. If just one, if that's the case, if just one person deviates from the timeline, everything seems to spin out of control, uh, and there really isn't a good way to get back on course. And it sounds massively depressing to live your entire life. And then at the end of history, God tells you that uh, you wore the wrong shirt, you used the wrong toothbrush, you chose the wrong college, it led to the wrong life. And you thought you were living a good life, but actually you were taking someone else's spot at college and taking someone else's job and stealing someone else's friends or their spouse or their house, their toothbrush, on and on and on you make one wrong turn and it's all downhill after you deviate from God's timeline for your life in a world with seven billion people in order for God's blueprint for each person's life to actually work everyone has to do exactly what God wants all seven billion people it's like everyone has to be a robot in order for God's master plan for each person's life to work. God has to be able to have absolute control of everyone's choices. The, the fancy word for this is determinism. So is God that kind of a parent, the kind of parent who controls every little choice, every little decision, or is God like a parent who's constantly thinking ahead, looking at all of the possibilities God doesn't have your life mapped out, but God does want to help you become the best version of yourself. What if there isn't one right decision every time, but God allows you to make choices, and then with those choices that you make within that situation, God keeps working to help you become the best version of yourself. Sometimes God might limit your options. Sometimes God might let you experience the natural consequences of your choices. Sometimes God might step in to keep you from being harmed by some of your most destructive choices. What if God doesn't make all of those decisions for you, but allows you to make your own choices and use your freedom and even abuse your freedom? And what if it's that God wants you? You to learn how to face challenges and flourish. And God sees all these decisions you might make and has contingency plans in place to care for you no matter what you choose. And what if God knows that you could learn as much or maybe even more by making some pretty bad decisions, some wrong choices? And so Is God like a parent who doesn't just tell you what to do constantly, but asks good questions and guides and is there for you and plants ideas and protects you, but ultimately lets you be responsible for who you become? What I just described is what Christians down through history have called God's providence. The classic view here of providence down through the centuries has been that God guides us And permits us to learn hard lessons. And God restrains us. It's like a parent who keeps us from hurting ourselves by building a fence between the yard and the street. Like, I'm not going to let you just go run out into the street. Uh, God overrules us at times. We make plans and then everything falls apart. God opens doors and closes doors and both of those can have a guiding effect. God limits our options. It's like a big barbecue at the park, and we can eat the pizza or the hamburgers, but God allows a seagull to gobble up all the potato salad that was sitting there baking in the sun and filling up with salmonella all day. And so we we just had our options limited. The, the salmonella salad is no longer an option. The seagull took it away. <laughs> uh, And underneath it, it's it's providence, these these ways that God cares. It's the hidden ways that God is working behind the scenes. God doesn't operate your will for you, but God sees the possible decisions you might make, and God's guiding you. God's goal is not for you to somehow get in tune with the one blueprint plan. If God wanted to do that, God would have to take away everyone's Free will, their ability to choose. It's rather that no matter what decisions you make, God is ultimately focused on helping you become the best version of yourself. And that has to do a lot more with your being, your person, than it does your doing. So God's focused on giving you opportunities, helping you find opportunities to become a person of real love, and real joy and peace and patience and kindness and goodness and gentleness and faithfulness and self-control right in the middle of the choices and decisions that you're making. So there are many different paths that could result in that same outcome, but that outcome is what God wants for you to become the good and beautiful person who God created for you to become so long ago. So, uh, final discussion question or, or reflection question. Which kind of a parent have you thought of God as? As the controlling parent who plans everything? Or the guiding parent who isn't concerned as much with uh, the, the small details, but with helping you to become who you were created to be the best version of yourself. So which, which parent and how's that impacted your view of your past and your future? So take some time and reflect on that. Thank you for joining us for a Sunday sermon from NETARTS Friends Church. We hope you'll join us soon for one of our in-person worship gatherings. For more information, hop on over to netartsfriends.org. God's peace be with you, friends.